Hey y'all. Oh lord, here comes Chantal. What? Nothing. We just know you always with the shit. And is. So what you got for us this time? Oh, you know, just a little hookah, little drink for our conversation. Well, what else is new? This episode. So let's get to it. This episode of The Glass Mic was brought to you by Destiny Cash Jones State Farm Agency. She wants to be the best part of your worst day. Her agency offers auto insurance, homeowners insurance, life insurance, health supplement plan, vehicle loans, and home loans. And again, her name is Destiny Cash Jones. She's located in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So she specializes in us Texasippians. So people who've moved from Mississippi to Texas, those from Louisiana that moved to Texas, and that 1% that are actually from Dallas, Texas. Her office is available Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays by appointment only. Now you know she's trying to be the ultimate neighbor because on Saturdays everyone is off and letting their hair down but she has her running shoes ready to work for you. Her and her agents can be located at 14902 Preston Road Suite 912 that's in Dallas, Texas Seven five two five four. Her number nine seven two seven three seven eight three eight zero. And she's on the web at www.destinycashjones.com. Like a good neighbor, Destiny Cash Jones State Farm is there. And back to the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this episode of The Glass Mic, where there is no script, just transparent talk. I am Chantal Says It All, and I have a great subject today. I have a great guest, and before I introduce her, I'm going to do my trying shit segment, of course, to see what I'm actually talking about. Trying shit and trying shit, trying shit and trying shit, don't work. Trying shit and trying shit, won't work. Trying shit. You got to go on Patreon, patreon.com slash the glass mic, and my guest doesn't know what the hell I'm about to pull out, but... Y'all know I'm an Amazon. Maybe I do, huh? (laughs) Yeah, maybe you do. Maybe you do. But I'm an Amazon influencer, and I've been trying out different sex toys, and it's promise I was going to tell y'all about one. This one, I can't tell y'all the name to save my life, but I can upload a picture. It's basically like a tongue for your clitoris. So if you like to uh, have clit stimulation, this one is perfect. I'm a clit stimulation person. It goes fast, too. Yeah, so it has different sound. Well, different... (laughs) So I don't know if you can really it's hear it on quiet. the microphone. Yeah, it's real quiet. So if you ever just want to like secretly do it because your partner didn't make you come the way you want to, or if you just have one of those days, like some people, when you menstruate, you'll be really horny, but some people don't believe in period sex. Does it run on batteries? You can do that. You no, it? and it does not run on batteries. You That's charge awesome. it. All of my toys are chargeable because I used to have to run. I'd be right there and then I go... <laughs> Open up the remote. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I, I need this feeling. I need this feeling. My fingers can't do it. So, 
So yes, if you all are interested in seeing it, please go on the link in my bio and the glass mic bio. Click the Amazon influencer tab and it's under the adult section. So you'll see all the different toys that I have tested and liked because the ones I didn't like are not on there. Um, so before we get into it, we are going to do shot o'clock. <laughs> and this shot o'clock was sponsored by Lisa. It's the Lisa. She is my um, esthetician. Don't look at my face right now because it's oh, time for me to. Oh, your skin looks good. Oh, thank you. It's but okay. yeah, she she does my facials for me. She does a great job. I help her coin the term city boy facial. I don't know if she still calls it that, but it's like when guys get facials, yeah. have their skin looking good. Right. I love her. Yes, y'all, please go check her out. I will have, um, by the time this episode releases, I will have her information on the pot, the Instagram, as well as my personal one. But it's E-S-T-H-E-L-I-S-A on Instagram. Please check her out. Plus, nobody likes dirty pores, boys. Nobody likes dirty pores. Uh, nobody right, likes dirty pores. want to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so cheers. Cheers. Oh, where did Oh, are we doing? Oh, you're doing the shot. Sorry. We're, we're actually both doing the shots. Let's do shots. But if you want to okay. do your shot, if not, I'm taking mine. I'll do the shot. All right. How about here? We'll just swap. Oh. Let's do it on the opposite side. It's cool. <laughs> Hopefully, don't die, right? All right. <laughs> Bottoms up. Mm. Cool. There we go. All right. So, just to break the ice a little bit, we're going to play our truth to drink or would you rather. I'm going to let you go first because the last guest told me to go first to set the tone. It's not really a tone to be set. It's really just whatever comes to your mind and I'll answer and whatever comes to okay. my mind, you answer. All right. So, are we playing truth or drink? Truth or drink or would you rather? Um, Let's do truth or drink. Okay. 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 So, I go first. So, yeah. And also, I forgot. Okay. So, I'm going to always talk about Patreon because, I mean, that's where the good stuff yeah. is. Like, this is good, too, but the good, good stuff. So, if one of us has an answer that we don't want to be on the podcast, mm -hmm. we can uh, table it and answer it on the Patreon. Okay. So, yeah. So, if you ask me, like, have I ever ate a frog or something and I don't want to answer it on the show, I might say, well, I might want to give a story about it. I say yes on here, but I might get a story behind me eating a frog on Patreon. I got you. Yeah. That's clever. I like it. Okay, cool. Yay. All so, right. What's your truth or drink question? Oh, my truth or drink question is, what is the most annoying guest you've had on your show? Oh, this is so simple. It's this guy. He went viral. Um, He got his, uh, what's it, the JD. It's basically like a law degree. Uh -huh. And instead of him paying homage to his hard work or the people who steered him, he geared it more so on black women, like in a negative way. What? Like, yeah, and you like sit there. It's and basically to it? no, no, no. Okay. I'm saying this is how he became the guest. Oh, okay. Because he made this post that went viral, and he was just talking about like you know black women should be honored, and it's so many of y'all, and it's so few of us, woo woo stuff like that. And it's like, mm -hmm. why would you make your post about that, and you just did something huge for yourself, like? Talk about your accomplishment. It's good to have right. an ego. Like, nothing's wrong with that, but right. you don't have to step on anybody for yeah. your ego. But, yeah, everybody was going in on him. But he didn't care. Like, he had this Kanye attitude. Like, okay, yeah, y'all saying it, but at the end of the day, I see what I see. Right. And so what made him annoying was the fact that, like, he just... 
He was one thing I will say. He was like true to his word, but it's like your word isn't making sense, and you right. are cutting yourself out from so many opportunities based off how you're talking. Well, they say you can be sincere, but you can be sincerely wrong. Yeah, right. You can be so loud can and wrong feel too. it, but that don't make it right. What he's saying. Yeah. So I would huh. say that, but he wasn't annoying. Like okay, but I did find myself kind of rolling my eyes a little bit. But other than that, yeah. Uh, so a trip to drink for you. Who was your most annoying client? <laughs> and try to like not have it make it the whole show, but like kind of like a good little minute. No, I got you. Um, my most annoying client. Hold on, I have to think really quick because I had I. Oh God, I can't believe I'm gonna <laughs> say this. You don't have to remember. His I had name. a client that was so needy, like to the point where they just like could not do anything for themselves. Like they wanted me to make decisions for them. Like what shirt should I wear today? Are you kidding? No. Me? And it was like, it got so obnoxious because I'm like, bro, like just like grow the fuck up and make your own decisions. Like I can help you with your life advice, but like, I'm not your mother. Do you know? And so I tried to handle it tactfully for a certain amount of months, mm. but then it just got to the point where it became so obsessive and like overbearing that I, I had to like, and I felt really bad, but I was like, were they paying you for you that? To, and no, and I oh. was doing it for free at the time because they kept having like, I was, I know, see, this is where I need to be more like. I'm worth it, you know, and I learned my lesson, though, and that's how I roll. Like, I learn life lessons, and then I learn from them and make myself better. So I learned from that because my friends were like, bitch, what are you doing? My, I love my gays, right, because I'm LGBT, I'm pansexual, um, lesbian, leaning pansexual, and okay. obviously my wife is transgender. So, but I have, like, my clique of gays, you know, and I love them because they're just like, bitch, no. Right, <laughs> right. And when I hear that, I'm like, okay. Shit, I fucked up. I need to rethink. We need yep. to regroup. Go so. ahead and regroup. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of regroup, I need to regroup because I didn't even introduce you. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would introduce right before the games. Oh, so it's all good. Tell the people who you are. Hi, my name is Crystal Gregory, and I am a claircognizant psychic. I like to call myself an interpreter because I interpret things. Um, I'm also an atheist, so I was a born-again Christian for 34 years. I grew up in the church and everything, and I started searching for truth, and it led me to this belief, and now I have a scientific mind, so I'm also going to pursue a degree in physics, okay. which I'm so excited about because it's kind of led me down that path. I want to study uh, specifically vibrational physics, um, people levitating stuff, and like it's so cool. And so because I've gotten to the point now with what I can do, that I um I need more background. So I also, you know, read body language and I give people tools that they need and I pick up on social cues. I have a brain condition called synesthesia because I'm missing a quarter of my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of like this special gift, like Pharrell Williams sees colors for sound, right? So I do this thing where I process like all four processors all at the same time. And most people do one and then they have a secondary. There's four. I do them all the time, all the time. So I think that's what makes me excellent at what I do. So I love people. And I started realizing that I had this like ability. Plus, I started knowing things that I had no idea how I knew them. And so um, I started shifting 
my focus into utilizing these abilities to help people and also make a living for me because what I want to do eventually is um, tour, do TED Talks, that sort of thing, right. and be able to do readings for people for free and then just kind of have those as life experience but be able to make the money off of like books and tours and things like that. That's right. what I want to do. So, and also I want to do the physics side and learn all the complicated math and learn how to, how it works, you know, See, so that I can make connections. I was respecting you on everything you told me, but once you said math, you, you lost yeah, me. I left the chat. I nerd <laughs> out. It's really bad. I'm a super nerd. My wife and I have these like in crazy discussions about like quantum physics and particle physics and, and we just sit there and, and we have these moments where we're like, do you think other people talk about this shit? And I was like, <laughs> probably not. Like we're talking about like, you know, uh, crystal mechanics and, and all of this kind of stuff, theoretical, like, you know, all physics and all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure people don't do this. I was like, so I need to finish school. So that's what I'm going to do. But yeah, so. What's your I, IG I name? My Instagram name mm -hmm. is I talks too much, <laughs> and I do too. So I, I know I felt like it was so appropriate for yes. me because everybody's always telling me to shut up. So I figured I might as well do it for a living. Right, right. <laughs> Get paid for doing what I'm good at. Right, right. So as I told you earlier, I am a Christian. Yeah, but I'm not. And a, I respect a, that. Yeah, and I respect that you're an atheist. But yeah, this is, I've been where you're at, so like I feel like I've been in your shoes, so I know exactly how you think, which makes me go at what I do because I can speak your language because I know my Bible inside and out girl like nobody's business you know what and I mean? you know a lot of atheists know the Bible yeah. some actually can like recite scriptures that mm -hmm. people who claim themselves to be Christians right. may not be able to but I said that to say that I'm non-judgmental where Which I'm the I type love. of person I where I believe you know that you have your right like God gave us free will so if you want to do this you want to do that that's your, that's your prerogative um, but like I said the purpose of this episode like i said i've never had a reading before i've know, never so the most i've ever done was look at my horoscope because i'm team scorpio so i have to but even <laughs> then i don't check my horoscopes regularly but i just want to bring in the conversation about you know what physics are debunking some of the myths and the questions that some of the uh followers that i call the people have I would and, love that. I'd be happy to answer. Yeah, because like, they asked some crazy shit. Some stuff was cool and some was kind of, you know, well, I mean, you probably I mean, heard I'm it totally, all. I didn't even know you were going to ask me questions. I am so fucking excited. This yes. is like a dream come true. Thank you for having me I on I try to show. make that. I say, I see your, it says dream yeah, until your dreams come true. true. So, yep. so, I see that every day because I believe in manifestation. I, from what I know right now, manifestation is real and it's a law, like, in physics and so yeah because if you I tell really yourself you're gonna have a bad day you're gonna have a bad day exactly exactly right so i also just wanted to say really quickly if okay. it's okay that um with everything that's going on in the world with the black lives matter and all of that stuff i feel like it's really important to let people know that are listening to this that white people have an obligation to use their white privilege in order to help people that need to be acknowledged in our society. And I feel very passionately and very strongly about that. And so I feel like since I have this platform, I just want to take a second to say that black lives do matter yes. and that it is very important as white people in this country to recognize that we do have privilege simply by our skin color because we don't have to worry about being shot by police. And I think that it's fucked up and I've lived in the hood I've, I've, I was raised, I was raised like upper middle class and then life happened girl. And I was in the hood and I mean hood, I'm talking about people killing each other in the streets right outside my window, gunshots going off, like 
hood, hood. And that changes you. It changes you. And it, it opened my eyes to um, a reality that I didn't know existed. And so I just feel that it's really important. And since I have this platform that if you're white and you are listening to this, because I'm 13% Mexican, so I identify as Latinx, but people see me right away. And obviously I'm like a white girl, whatever. And it's cool. But I feel like because I have that, that it, is important that we use that for the highest good. And so if you're white and you're listening to this and you know people that are black and you know people of immigrants and that sort of thing, you have an obligation as a human being and as a good person to use the tools that you have disposed to you to help others. And I just wanted to get that out. And thank you for letting me share that for a minute. It's really important to me. You're welcome. And I'm so happy that you're here in my house and I hope that you feel comfortable. Yes, you are my first mobile guest. You are my first that I know of non-black guests. Am I? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yay. You won't well, be the I'll last. i the Latin community. Yeah. You know, so, cause... yeah, you're the first of many. Mm. But well, I, I feel it. privileged to be a pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Because my, my little uh, motto is breaking generational curses one episode yes, at a time. I get that. And, <clears throat> you know, I... I just feel at the end of the day, we're all trying to break something. Like some of us had different childhood upbringings or even adulthood, like these different things that we were taught and some of the things stuck with us, but it's some bad behaviors that uh, we were taught. And it's also some things that we were told that were bad that really aren't bad. Yes. And so with each episode, it's not like I talk about, of course, psychic stuff all the time. I don't always talk about sex. Um, but I try to do each episode to where it's different things that are in life. Right. And I'm bringing it to you. And you had that option of, okay, well, I like psychics at the end of this show. So I want to see more about that. You can go see about that. On your, you can, they can talk to you or yeah. they can look it up and different <clears throat> things like well, that. Please do. Yes. I'm also like way too kind. So I work with people on price points too. And I feel like that's also important though, because like for me, like with coronavirus and the pandemic and everything that's going on and like, I don't work outside of the home now. Okay. Um, you're the first person to be in my house since March. Oh, like, other than the, pe- the other than the per- people in my bubble that's it you're the first so i'm honored yeah i thank you you i sh- you should feel a bit honored because i am so antisocial sometimes <laughs> yeah it's all good i have this horror about myself not to toot my own horn but i try to make people relax that's why i said that i like to record um at my home or in the homes of others yeah so i don't want to be it. like in the studio i mean if that happens one day sure but i would much rather be mobile and be in a comfortable setting because i think that's where you can get the best conversation. Yeah, I agree. So speaking of conversations, I reached out to the people today and I asked them a couple of questions. And so the first one was, have you ever been to a psychic? And I want you to get, it was a poll. It was yes or no. Okay. So I want you to kind of guess the percentage of who said yes and who said no. <clears throat> like how many? Excuse me. Like so like percentages to yes or no? Yeah. So okay. 50 said yes. So I'm guessing no. like, um... My gut says like 70 or 80% yes, and then the 30 or 40% no. <laughs> oh, so my followers say 15% yes and 85% no. Okay. So it was a That's cool. big number that of That is no's. a big no, which is a good, see, because like I love people because I'm like, they're going to like, she's not psychic. Yeah. I'm like... I don't know. But see, that's, you know that's the mean? whole purpose of this. Some stuff I know, some stuff I don't. I'm a human being. I don't. <laughs> see, that's already you know? one myth debunk. 
Because some exactly. people think like, okay. No, we don't know everything. I don't know the lottery numbers. I wish I fucking did. I made a TikTok video about that. I was like, if I was, I wish to God. I said, if I was clairvoyant, if I knew the lottery numbers, you think I'd be wearing this $6 bra that I bought at Walmart? Probably. Because a lot no. of billionaires. I'd be going getting some Rihanna line and stuff for real, girl. I'd be like, treat yourself. I believe in that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so, okay. So a large bit of your followers haven't been or, and I think that that's awesome because then hopefully they can kind of see a truth and a reality and not somebody that's trying to manipulate people for their own gain. Right. You know, and I feel like the genuineness that I have, I hope that it comes through. Um, and that's really important to me. So I love that. I love that this is kind of, I'm sort of a new thing for people. Yeah. <laughs> so I asked them, I said, what have you heard about psychics? And I'm just going to read the different responses. There. Yeah, go ahead, please. Um, <clears throat> someone said they are real. The real ones anyway, laugh at laugh. Uh, someone yeah. said that they're all fake. Someone said sometimes they're right and it's scary. Someone said demonic. Someone said they heard that they're psychic. We're going to talk about that a little later. Yeah. Um, someone said God don't like that. Dealing with a dark part of the spiritual realm. Yes, I'm familiar with someone that. Someone said point. just good at observation and making inferences. Yes. Add on flair for the dramatic. And I don't know about flair for the dramatic, but I would say the definite observation is, is yes, that is correct. And someone said that they read minds. They read minds. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the demonic. Did you know? So here's a fun fact. Okay. <clears throat> I actually have a background in demonology. Is this a thing? I didn't is. know that. My, I, like a teenager, I was going to these exorcisms and like seeing like crazy shit. So like I know why people scared. think the demonic and I know why they think that and I know um, what I saw, but I also have a different viewpoint on it now, a different perspective on it now because the mind is very powerful. So it's interesting because I love it when people think that I'm demonic because I'm like, girl, it's my house feel demonic. Don't do it. This is peaceful as fuck, right? Yeah. Everybody always says how peaceful and calm my house is. I'm like, there ain't no demons up in here. Right. Don't worry about it. But I love it. I love that. I love that opposing viewpoint. I'm so happy. I knew I was going to hear that too. I was yeah, I told it. you. <laughs> It's, it's, this yeah, is really yeah. raw. Like it's I love it. That's real. And that's real life. And that's the way it should be. Because you don't grow if you're fake. Right. You just don't. So I asked, uh, have you ever had a reading? I won't let you guess anymore. But 29% said yes. 71% said no. So this is new to them like it is for me. That's cool. Um, I also asked, have you ever had a reading that seemed accurate? 51% said yes. 49% said no. Now, I'm not sure if they might have said no because they never had a reading, so right. it's an automatic no. Right. Or if these people actually had readings because right. I'm not the people that administer those <laughs> difficult tests. Yeah. It's certified, board approved, and all that. This is just Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Instagramologist. Yeah. So I asked them, I'll let you guess on this one. Oh, I look saw at the it. picture. You saw the yeah. You saw I the saw pole? it. I was looking. I no. Did you I see didn't the see the post. I just saw the raven. Okay, the, yeah. So I used that okay, saw raven. Right, I just no, want to see, see that, question, but I want you to see the no. number. Okay, well, you can I see the question, but not the number. Okay. So I said, would you consider getting a reading? What do you think the majority answer was? Yes or no? Well, because so I see this is where I just use logic. So because so many people said that they had never had it or that they have a negative negative experience. My guess would be, but I think that maybe there's more people that are curious, but they're also scared because they're scared that it opens them up to the def the influence of the demonic, and I know that. So I'm thinking 
forty percent. Forty percent what? Yes. Yes. Fifty nine percent said yes. Fifty nine more than I thought. See, forty one percent said no. Forty one percent said no. But I said forty percent. So let's say I picked up on the forty. I don't know. This is what I'm saying. It's like I could sit here and tell you I knew that, but I didn't. Right. And that's the difference between me. Oh, sorry. That's you the did. difference between me and other psychics because I will flat out tell you, like, I don't know because I'm not all knowing. And from a Christian perspective, I'm not God. I don't, I'm not almighty. I don't have all the answers. If I was but almighty, I have like yeah. this intuition. So I pick up on things and I can tell you what I think based on that developed ability. Yeah. Right? That's how I feel. So anyway. So I asked them. And then we're going to get more deeper. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I asked them like, uh, no, you're good. I said, what, what's some general questions you would ask a psychic? So somebody said, how can I get rid of these student loans without actually paying them? <laughs> well, I'm I mean, honestly, you want my honest? Manifest it. Manifest it. If you don't want to pay your student loans, and it sounds so laughable, right? But it is possible that you could manifest that. The thing that with the... This is the, the salient piece of information that I found with manifestation is um, when I was in church, I had a pastor say to me one time and I found it so poignant. He said, listen, Crystal, you got to give God something to work with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so you have to give the universe something to work with. So if you want money to show up in your bank account, cool, but you better make sure you have a goddamn bank account first. How's the universe just going to automatic yeah. open you an account, right? Yeah. So I feel like if he takes necessary steps to to I didn't even say this is a guy oh my gosh (laughs) I feel like if you it was necessary steps to um to do that then and then he manifests it and he focuses puts a hundred percent on his focus of focusing on the present my student loans are paid my student loans are paid by unexpected income I believe that he could manifest it because I've manifested some crazy shit i mean i traveled the world for five years and i know i manifested that and i got to see all kinds of i speak five languages i Mm -hmm. went all the places i manifested it it's it's real a drummer from justin i think it was a drummer from justin timberlake's thing he has his concert Mm -hmm. and one of the guys was in the thing and they have their prayer circle before they go on stage and he goes i want to thank god because i know that i manifested this and i wanted this since i was little so it's real it's in the bible it's in the it's in it's on all the text so anyway yeah you know speak the the power of life is in the tongue you know, this tongue is sharper than a two-edged sword. Um, it, it The Bible actually mentions manifestation. Believe what you want and that you have it and right. it'll become real 11 times. 11 times in the Bible, in the New Testament, it mentions it. So yeah. it's important, you know, because Jesus only talks about religion twice. Both times are negative, but he talks about manifestation 11 times. I'm just saying. Not he, but it's mentioned. So it's important. I it. So I know it seems silly, but boy, go ahead. Manifest them and just try to get out of your student loads. I hope it works for you. I really do. And then I hope you text me one day and be like, it worked. Okay. <laughs> and so the other questions, we kind of answered them already. I yeah. just said them out loud. Um, do you believe in God? Jesus, you already answered that. Uh, I did. I did at one point. I was a saved, born again, tongue speaking, demon slaying Christian. Like I was a Christian my whole life, sold out, you know, choir, music, ministry, youth, all that stuff. So I was and I do believe in like a kind of like a source energy but I don't have proof of it. And my scientific mind is like, Crystal, this is bullshit. But my heart wants it to be so, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I actually grieved God when I went through this whole stage. I actually went through a loss. I remember 
grieving God and wishing that he were real because I was so sad and it just broke me. I was so like, so it's not like I'm like, ha ha, fuck God. You know, I'm yeah. like, this is a very real thing for me that I went through that I had to break all of this programming and stuff. And it like, it was hard. So I love people. Yes, I believe in a form of God, I guess, if you like a source of all things. Okay. Um, And then someone said, if they're real, you can't just ask them shit on cue. <laughs> sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. It just depends on on what comes like with the thing with the guy. I just I had a feeling that it was a guy. Yeah. And then I said he and I was like, oh, I guess it's a guy. Right. Yeah. And then you said that. And then I was like, oh, so sometimes it happens and sometimes yeah. it doesn't. When you're like, how much percent? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Right. Because <laughs> I had already put in my mind like they're not getting any money from me. Like deferred, deferred, deferred. <laughs> right. I didn't know that word until after I graduated. Well, I, I knew because you. of Langston Hughes, a dream deferred. I read their book. But... And then they and then they offset your tax refund because I just finished off paying off my loans because my ex husband took out all this stuff in my name and I didn't know. And then we were anyway. He was deferring all my shit and I didn't know. So then <laughs> I get here goes like twenty years later and the IRS is like, you're not getting your tax fund refund. This oh yeah, year got me because we up. took your. We took it for your student loans, excuse me. But now, apparently, all my student loans are paid off, so I can go back to school, girl. Okay. So it worked out, you know? All right. <laughs> okay, so now these questions that I have for you, they're going to be kind of random. Okay. But they're going to... Well, random is in, like, no specific order. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, So I asked the first one, how accurate are your readings? Um, Usually they're, like, I don't know. I mean, you know, people make up... What is the, the saying? 89% of people make up statistics on the spot. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but I would say they're pretty accurate. Usually my readings are like 99% accurate. I mean, I'm human. I make mistakes and stuff, but, and like I said, a lot of what I do is reading body language in order to use cues to help me help the person, not manipulate them to help me help them so that I can figure out what's going on with them. Um, so I would say they're, I mean, they're pretty accurate. Everybody that I've read, nobody's ever told me that I'm not accurate. Hmm. So I could say that. Okay. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. Oh, I lie. I tell honest. a lie. Bar one that I tried with these cards one time when I first, first started reading and I totally fucked the whole thing up. But then it turned out she was in a yoga studio. So I think I was picking up on somebody else around oh. her when I was reading for her. But I can't be certain of that because I can't measure that. So I have no idea. But that's the only one that I've really like screwed up. Aside from that, they're always like bang on the money so what's the difference between tarot readings versus oracle cards tarot was a game that was developed in the 1800s in italy and it was originally designed as a game and then alistair crawley who was the um leader of the occult and the church of not the church of satan but the occult like guy that like invented it all or whatever the sex magic with a k and all that bullshit mm -hmm. and he like took them and kind of twisted them for like sinister means but um the tarot cards actually just started out as a game and that's all they are. And I feel like with the tarot deck, it actually kind of has like every life situation that you could think of in there. So whatever you pull in some aspect, I feel is going to be applicable. Mm -hmm. um, I very rarely have ever pulled wrong tarot. And that's the thing I was telling you is a tarot is anonymous, uh, anomalous, because I can't figure out yet how it's so accurate. But that writer wet, the writer uh, weight decked up there, the yellow one. Okay. It's always right and the one right below it always right they're always bang on the money always mm. always and i have no idea how so um but the tarot deck has been around since about the 18th century and essentially it uses like a system of like 
pentacles and wands and cups and swords to indicate different areas of your life. The oracle cards are more like, um, sort of like uplifting advice that gives you like more practical, um, no more practical, but kind of generalized advice. The Oracle cards kind of the difference between them is the tarot cards are very, very specific. The Oracle cards are kind of like a roadmap. Okay. So you kind of have to look at it and then kind of like, and then you use most of your intuition to tell you what's going on with the person. So I like the Oracle cards a lot because I get to read more, whereas the tarot cards sometimes I feel like are a cheat because they just tell you what's happening every single time. Oh. <laughs> so I actually prefer Oracle readings because I have to use more of my abilities and the gifts and the skills that I've learned than I do with tarot. How it works, I don't know. How it's so accurate, I still have yet to figure out. Um, is it demonic? No, definitely not. Like, I don't worship the occult. I'm not involved in occult. I have no, like, So you don't have anything. a red cape yeah, or so no red no, no, I've never done a Ouija board. I'm not, like, a witch. Like, I don't practice magic. You don't have a broom like, that you... I don't, bitch. Although my wife bought me a magic wand <laughs> once. Oh! And it was so ugly, I cried. I felt so... And then she felt bad. And then I, and the lady gave me a refund. It was, like, a whole thing. And I was like, I'm done with this bullshit. Like, so, no, I have no religious affiliation. So I can't figure out how it works but it does and i mean i sleep like a rock at night so i so. need to i need to go back and revisit my love for hocus pocus because somebody lied i yeah. love that movie with sarah jessica parker magic i mean i guess it could be real in the aspect that what you believe is so you could manifest things but i mean ultimately the power of the mind is really phenomenal and people can do crazy stuff but i think more people have a need for ritual and regardless of what it is, they need that ritual in order to make them feel like they can make sense of their world. So witchcraft is just like Christianity in the aspect of their practicing a ritual that gives them peace and serenity. They just choose a different medium. It doesn't mean that they're evil or bad. They're just choosing something different. They want to be more like they want to do more shit. They want to do more like sciencey shit. Right. I say right. like I say like manifestation is you doing science. That's what I think it is. I think it's like unlocking an algorithm them and some people have the ability to unlock the algorithm and other people haven't quite figured it out yet and if you look at it like that science if it's I just them could, doing science if i can unlock the instagram algorithm <laughs> i know you and me both girl well i can give you some tools to help manifest stuff and then you can like test it and 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 i love scientific experiments like that because i can be like here do this this and this and then like in two weeks like report back to me and see and then we could be like, did you, did anything happen? Did it not happen? And it's a way to like test these things in real life with real practical means because people believe stuff that's not real all the time. Prime example, do you remember, how old are you? Can uh -uh. I ask? Can I ask? Are oh, you can ask, but I'm not going to tell you. Are you I don't a 90s know how child? You are. are you a 90s child? Am I, I who? I think you're younger than me. Are you a 90s child? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, me too. Do you remember the movie Shazam? Yeah, uh, with Sinbad. Oh yeah, I knew you was gonna say that. It's right? not Sinbad. It's but not I want it to be movie. Sinbad. So no, you're bad. talking about Kazam with Shaq, but the movie Sinbad with Shazam with Sinbad was not a movie. It did not exist. But how? How do we all think that? Though? Exactly because I believe that subliminal programming was really large, big in the '90s. My wife and I were talking about. It. She remembers seeing a poster for it, and yeah. she lived in England, right? But how would she remember seeing a poster for it if there was no poster? Subliminal messaging. So it was done on a collective level so now you have a bunch of people believing that a movie was real and it wasn't real but I we're all like because i'm like bitch i saw that fucking movie and then i went hold on did i 
And then I started really thinking about it. I was like, no, I remember a poster for it, right? And then I started thinking, why do people believe this? Well, Will Smith's Aladdin came out, mm-hmm. and you have, and we remember Sinbad. Uh, we remember Shaq's version of Kazam. I remember and then Sinbad. You also have Shazam came out. They all came out right around the same time. And so between, I think between the subliminal messaging that happened in the '90s with all of that stuff, or it's possible that we just kind of, as a collective, sort of our brain does this thing where we take all of these things and then turn it into something, and we all think the same thing, even though it's not real and it's not a conspiracy. It just turns out that it's some weird shit that your fucking brain does right Right. think about it oh my god it kind of like makes you go right so So, anyway can you tell me like in a minute or less about palmistry is there something you dabble in or what's i okay i find it really interesting i used to watch this show with carl pilkington and um ricky gervais where this guy went and got his ass read (laughs) this possible yeah, there's this like little Asian dude in this weird city somewhere in some country and he he like reads people's bare asses, right? But he was like bang on the money, right? So there is something to it and I've like kind of looked into it to see, but the thing about it is like I'm not sure it's scientific. I don't know enough the about right? the, not the as, astrology, yeah, yeah, the this astrology. I don't know enough about the lines and stuff. So I don't really mess with that because I'm more of a a practical advice. I'm not one of those people that is like, I'm a fortune teller. I can see the future. I'm more like, how can I use my intuition and my psychic gifts to help you practically in the now, right now? Okay. You know, so that's kind of the difference. I don't do the fortune telling stuff so much. Sometimes it happens, but um, when I was a Christian, they called me prophetically gifted. So I don't, I, so I have those abilities sometimes, but for the most part, I try to like, that's the couch, y'all. <laughs> I try to, um, not not i don't really know much about it doesn't interest me too much okay so like is being psychic genetic thing or is it a developed ability i i think it's both i believe that everybody can be quote unquote psychic i really hate the terminology psychic i wish there was another word Mm -hmm. for what it is that i am and what i do but um but i have to use psychic because it's the easiest way to give people an idea of what i do do you know what i mean and then they usually have an opinion and then if it's negative i try to let them see what i do so that i can maybe change that opinion for a positive um and be like we're not all bad you know because i've been a massage therapist and i studied eastern medicine you know all that stuff Hey y'all, I see y'all wearing your mask, signing your petitions, wearing t-shirts, representing the movement. More power to all of you. But guess what? I have a new sponsor who caters into everything that you can think of with customizing. And they're called Cab Customs. So look on Instagram, C-A-A-B-C-U. S-T-O-M-S That's Cab Customs Also known as Home of the Culturally Ratchet Apparel Immediately when you go on your page You'll see great shirts like I love being black It's dangerous but it's dope AF Y'all know what that means right Also they have Breonna Taylor apparel And any apparel that you can imagine That'll speak your mind And it's great for both men and women So again Go on Cab Customs on Instagram Or go on CabCustoms.com But of course Make sure you tell them The Glass Mike sent you Thanks again Back to the show 
Yeah. So, um, if any, like, so are you, you, you do the same thing that I do. I had this brain fog and I start talking. I'm like, I have what not the done that since I've been locked about? down. Since I've been locked it down, have rubbed, bitch, it might have came out for me. me and forget. No. Yeah. I do it oh, it started time. doing, it started being like that for me this year. Yeah. <laughs> it, it has to be like you shot a clocks or something. Yeah. But yeah. So like basically, um, are the abilities, are you born with them or can you develop okay, them? Okay. Thank you. So I think I there the is a genetic thing. link. Thank you. <laughs> I feel much better, but I had Tourette syndrome growing up and like, I've noticed since I've been locked down, it's kind of been coming out a little bit. Yeah. So the people that see me like that's cause it's Tourette. Sorry. Yeah, you did. Um, but my mother, I think is, but my mother's just sold out Christian girl. I think my mom thinks the rapture's in two days. I'm not I, with 2020 the way Honey, it is. I'm telling you, my mom, I think she thinks we're all going to get raptured. Well, I probably won't get raptured now, girl. I just but pray. I think that we're going to get raptured. She thinks we're all going to get raptured in a couple days. So she's like sold out Christian. That's like her life. And um, she is psychic. My mother has this uncanny ability to go to thrift stores. She loves it. And I love it too. I dumpster dive and stuff. She goes to thrift stores and she buys shit for people. And then they're like, oh my God, I was just thinking about, I needed that. Right? So my mom's always been like that. And then I'm like that. My sister's not really, but that's a whole other story. We don't talk. And then, um, but I also believe that everybody can. So the way that I explain it and really fast mm -hmm. is like Olympic athletes. Okay. So you might be able to swim, but Michael Phelps can also swim, but you can swim well and not die. And you could do a really good job and have a really fun time. But Michael Phelps can too, but he's also a champion. But the difference between the him, you and him is that not he developed that skill. He dedicated his life to developing the skill of being a swimmer, whereas it comes naturally to you and you do it, but it's not developed. Whereas with him, he has a natural inclination to it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then he naturally like develops it. So you might be able to do it, but you can't do it as well as him. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like that's what psychic gifting is. So part of what I do is I try to help people unlock that and learn how to do those things for themselves. Okay. Yeah. So was there like a specific age where you started noticing your capabilities or was it something that was always present that you later learned and practiced? So I have thought about this a lot. I know that I was born with it when I was a child. I remember um, a lot when I was a kid. I would they call it clear audience where you have clear hearing. You can hear things. And I used to hear people talking and I could hear them going like, so you said clear audience and, and I don't know the terms, but yeah. you have so, one where you can sense, one where you can kind of see things. That's clear. I think clairsentient is where you can sense or feel clear. There's a bunch of them, but the yeah. the main ones are like clairsentient, clairvoyant are the people that can see the future. Claire audience are the people that can hear. Then you have Claire cognizant, which is the people that have clear knowing. And in my personal opinion, the Claire cognizant people can have all of the Claire's in one gift. And that's what I have. I have all of the Claire's. So I can do when I'm reading for somebody, I see stuff, I hear stuff, I notice stuff, I all the things. Right. Um, I don't really smell stuff very often, but sometimes I do. I even have like mediumship qualities. Oh, I've sometimes, had a time sometimes where I thought I smelled through. perfume yeah. on someone who isn't here anymore. Right. And so I smelled like, that perfume and it was just really random. And I'm yeah, saying this so for it's the like, first how time. How do you explain that? But I don't, I, I didn't tell anybody till now. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so you see, you have those experiences and you can smell things, but they say, you know, that it's like a loved one or whatever, mm -hmm. but I don't really know because I don't know what happens when we die in this. I have an idea and I have what I think happens based on the evidence and the research that I've done. 
um, I do think that we continue on. Now, my wife is opposite. She's like, how do you quantify it? How do you measure it? We can't. We're particles. We're this and that. Right? Yes. Whereas I'm like, I think that we carry on. Um, I'm a big fan of Dolores Cannon. I don't buy into all of her stuff, but her research is fantastic. So I'd encourage people if they want to know a little bit um, about what happens after you die. Dolores Cannon's book, Between Death and Life, changed my life. Mm. Changed my life. So a uh, game changer, if you want to know that. So I think, you know, so do you think you could see the future or the past better? I can. Oh, that's a good one. I think I think I have a propensity to pick on on things that happened in the past better. But I do have an idea because what I tell people is if you are on this trajectory, you will continue on this trajectory until you change course or if something happens. So what I tell people is I can tell you what's going to happen based on the evidence and the knowledge and the things that I know right now. So if you continue on like this, you will achieve this. Right. But if you decide to change something, then that's an act of free will. And I, how, I'm not God. How the hell am I supposed to know what everybody's going to think at every little and second? And that's why I'm glad we're doing this because it's debunking because people are like, oh my gosh, a psychic, you should automatically know everything. Yeah, know? I don't know shit. God, do you see where I fucking live? If I knew some more shit, I could be the fuck out of here. <laughs> I would be living on the island I'm just island saying, somewhere. I'm just keeping it real. Like, I'm a human being. I draw on a lot of my collective experiences and things that I've learned through life to help people, but that doesn't mean that I am not fallible. I mean, I'm not god i don't i don't know everything i just pick up on things and see things and i can kind of like i have a developed ability to tune in when i need to to be able to kind of hone in on what's going on with them and that's when the abilities start happening and i have no idea how that shit works yeah yeah so so who do you who gave you these psychic powers I, I don't think that they come from anyone. I think that it's a genetic predisposition to observational ability. I also feel that because I have this brain defor I have a congenital brain defect. Mm -hmm. So I think because I have this congenital brain defect and I have this act of synesthesia through the processors, I feel like I have this amazing ability to be able to read people. Right. And it just happens naturally. I've never like tried. I just always know what people are thinking. But I think it's because I have some type of predisposition genetically to be able to do this. And then with my brain um, being all fucked up, like I have like some type of superpower, I guess. And yeah. then I realized that I had it. So I started trying to develop it. Right. That's how it is. When you like in one sense, your other senses are more enhanced. Yeah, so I have like three quarters of a brain. So my girl, when I found out I was diagnosed, he asked me some goddamn bullshit questions like, do you put your pants on one leg at a time? What? And he was like, did you have to ride the short bus in school? Do you have problems finishing test? Like, ask me all this shit. And I was like, I looked at him, no bullshit. I looked at him and I was like, am I retarded? 
Like for real. Am I retarded? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. And I said, I'm retarded. I said, you know what? I'm queen of the popcorn people. God damn, I'm doing really well. I was like, that explains so much. I was like, I, I was like, so I said, so I took it like I was talking to Jean Jean, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to take this like, this is my word, not y'all's word. I'd be like, Crystal, I'm tarted. Are you tarted? It's cool to meet you. We tarted. It's cool. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you can't call us me. that, but we can call each other yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to embrace it because I realize that it's a very real disability and I I'm hard on myself because I'm so high functioning but I also realize that I lack in certain areas and so I try not to be like so hard on myself you know because I'm like I realize at one point I'm like I'm comparing myself to people that have a whole fucking brain and we all (laughs) feel the same way you feel I'm more than sure yeah we're great at something like with the podcast for example exactly oh my gosh to me it's like okay like your name is I talk too much my teachers on my uh, report card put talk too much with others me too me too I'm like, like great my mom will fuss at me much. and I'm like looking back at it now that I'm an adult I'm like why did you get on me for talking too much in me class? too same did you want to be the silent killer with a backpack and go to school same. and just but then the saying? worst part is for me, I had Tourette's and nobody wanted to fucking acknowledge it because I grew up in the 90s when that was not a thing. Nobody knew what it was. So I would get teased and bullied my whole childhood for having these like embarrassing tics, right? And nobody knew what it was. And my mom was like, it's just, and plus Jesus was our health insurance. So it's just a phase. You'll be healed. It's not a thing. And then I don't find out that I have Tourette's until I'm 19 and I see a doctor and he's like, honey, like that is like classic Tourette's. And I'm like, oh my God. So I put these expectations on myself to like do these things and I have to remind myself that I'm not that like able, but I'm fucking able. I'm like, bitch, you are doing really good for having all this stuff that have to overcome. But then I'm also like, maybe this is why I am the way that I am. You know, I don't know. (laughs) So so like, how are your encounters with other psychics or people that's gifted, but Okay. okay, so how are they? How are they with people who are? Be, is this where I be like real? This is where we like the whole time. You should have been no, real. I, no, night. I've been real, but yeah. like I'm being nice. But yeah, if I'm so like the gloves those, off now. Yeah. I will tell you the truth. Okay, come on. I have noticed that in the psychic community, there are a lot of people who believe a lot of fucking bullshit. Like, it's like they have this, like, your vibrational energy scale, right? Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, if you eat certain foods, it lowers your vibrational energy. But then they also say, oh, whatever, because Jesus talks about it in the... Um, Aquarian Gospels and he's like whatever you believe is so it's like okay so if I believe that I can eat whatever foods I want and not lower my vibrational energy then that's my reality but in the psychic circles you better not you better not because mm. that's you just don't do that that lowers your vibration and that's the way it is even though they have no proof of it they have no proof they've just decided that it's this way and that's what it is so part of the problem that i have is like the spirit guides the dead loved ones you know they talk to the dead fucking prove it prove how the fuck is that person coming back from the dead give me a break no i'm sorry i don't buy it i don't buy it and it's like and the whole like you have kids that are like 19 years Years old and you got grown ass adults looking at these kids because they psychic trying to get life advice for them and they haven't had the relevant life experience to even be able to touch that subject yeah. and so I feel like that's a violation of ethics and morals and I see that a lot 
And it makes me want to separate myself from that because when I became a massage therapist and all this stuff, you know, we take the Hippocratic Oath and we're like, do no harm. And it's like ceremonial and like symbolic because we're not doctors, obviously, but we're like, we do no harm. And I really believe in that. Do no harm. And if you are doing things that you can't prove and you're telling somebody, you know, that their dead loved one is saying all this shit to them. You it don't understand, hard. but you don't understand. Like if they're a Christian and you're telling them that you've now rocked their entire world belief. And now their whole little world is crumbling because now they're trying to figure out how is this possible? Because the Bible says this and this, and you've actually caused more harm than good yeah. because you're not. And, and you have no proof of that. So right. I'm going to tell you about yeah. my, my views on death real, real quick. And I had a brain fog thing. So if you see no, me rambling, kind of bring me back. Yeah. So with death, like I grieve people while they're here on earth. For example, my grandparents, they're no longer here. Um, when I was in 10th grade, I remember this time I was listening to Kanye with Celebration. I love this song. I love this song to death. And I was listening to it. And I just started crying about my grandparents. Nothing was wrong. They were alive and well. And I just... I greeted them and I gave them their flowers while they were here. Like even going through college, you know, in college you want to be a hoe, have your whole phase and mm-hmm. go out this and that. I would greet them then. And so my grandfather, he passed unexpectedly. By unexpectedly, I mean like I woke up that morning and it was a regular day. Mm-hmm. I went to work. I remember posting on social media and then my mom called me and was like, your grandfather's not doing well. He's about to go on cold blue. She's an RN, so mm-hmm. cold blue. I don't know what none of this is about, but cold blue. Now that I know, Code, it's, it, yeah, it means that they're coating. Yeah, so they're not he, breathing. They're flat. Yeah, lighting. he went into septic shock. Yeah. Oh, so we, yeah, we were eight minutes short of seeing him before he passed, but I don't regret it because it wasn't meant for us to see him go. Right. And um, my grandma, you know, I got to spend time with her. Like she was in the hospital for a couple of months, and so. When they did pass, I remember my first, because my grandma passed away four days before I got married. So I hate that my grandpa didn't get to see my, yeah. I hate that my grandpa didn't get to see. But did you grieve her before? Yeah. So you weren't grieving when you got married, were you? No. So I'm going to tell you. It was like my eyes started twitching. No, you're fine. My eyes started twitching. My eyes never twitched, but it started twitching when she passed. And like I had this day, like I had wedding rehearsal practice the next day. So I processed it. Like when Kobe Bryant, anybody else died, like Mm -hmm. I just processed it. Like in my mind, I tell myself, this person is not here. This person is not here. And in my mind, it's like, once they're gone, like you have your time with them. And once they're gone, they're gone. And like you said, with the Bible, like, you know, when they're gone, they're gone. But I do believe, and it's just my personal belief, but I do believe that God can make some things happen for them to visit. Yeah, sure. But to an extent, like they're I not going to, no you're not going to look up to... and they're in the kitchen, like, hey, Chantal. Right. And you're not, you may not even know that they were able to see. And, and I could be wrong. I feel I can't that it's prove plausible. It. Because, I mean, you can't disprove it. You can't prove it. And it's any bit as plausible as anybody else's theory. So I say, yeah. why not? But yeah, so I just I just try to give people their flowers while they're here now. Because it's so unexpected. That. That's beautiful, though. Yeah. Because that also helps you. Because that way, when they die, they're not, you're not all fucked. My dad died in 2011. Girl, that shit fucked me up. Like, I had never grieved somebody that had... I had never lost somebody that... I mean, my grandmother died and she raised me. But, like, when my dad died, like, that messed me up. And I knew it was coming... But it just like, and that's kind of where things started shifting for me. And I started shifting into this yeah. kind of new energy. But I, death is a weird subject for me yeah. because I don't know. Part of me 
this is a Gemini thing, right? Okay. And the scientist versus like the hopeful spiritualist, right? So the scientist side of me says, you can't prove anything. You don't know what happens. You're all particles. You probably just go back to particles. There's no consciousness. There's loss of personality. You just return back into that whence you came, right? The spiritual side of me though, girl, with Dolores Cannon was this um, regressionist, like in the 90s, right? Okay. And she was a Christian, and she started regressing these soldiers who came back. She lived in Alabama. Her husband was a Vietnam War veteran. So they came over. These people weren't able to sleep. They were having a really hard time. They're like, can you regress them so they don't have PTSD? She says, yes. I'm trying to give you the nut for nutshell really fast. Yeah. And so essentially, she starts regressing them. All of a sudden, somebody falls into a past life. She's the first person to ever discover past lives. These people are telling specific things about these eras that they have no knowledge knowledge of right no way to know these things so they start documenting this documenting this documenting this and then she decides that she wants to walk through people through the death process the hypnotists say no you can't do that it's dangerous to the vessel and blah 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 blah. she develops this technique it's called qhht quantum healing hypnosis therapy where she walks them through the death process so this is the thing scientifically that i find remarkable because in science there's this kind of law of reproducibility if something can be reduced so if a plus you know, A plus B equals C, and they do it over and over and over and over and over and over, and they always get the same result, then they, if you can take it as fact that A plus B equals C, right? So what she did is she regressed all of these people, like 10,000 people. They're not related. They have different genders, different, different sexual orientations, different all of this stuff. And they all said exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever contradicted the other. So I thought that that was fascinating. And so... I recognize that as a possibility that we have already decided when we come here what we're going to do, what our mission is, and what we need to do. We have an exit contract, so we've already decided our own deaths and how we're going to die. And we choose that for growth, for whatever the reason, because we have higher understanding outside of the body. And we come into the body as a limiter, as a way to test ourselves in order to grow ourselves so that when we return to source energy, it's like having the knowledge of everything. The whole goal is that we want to like be like God, essentially, which I'm, I'm hesitant. I don't mean it like that. Like we're not, like, you I know, understand. but I mean like returning to the source. So being like the source. And if you take the source as a Godhead of all knowing and everything, we're all a piece of God. God's a piece of us. So we kind of remember, but we're less than, so we yeah. have to kind of work up to it. And that's the whole concept of enlightenment. Right. Because let me tell you the concept of hell was non-existent 5,000 years after the death of Christ. The concept of hell only came into being when the Catholic Church wanted to control the people. And I'm telling you that because in Jesus' day, they believed in universal salvation. You just died and then you went to the next place. It wasn't like heaven and hell and all of this stuff. It was the next plane, right? And so it's, and there's different planes and different things. So I just... I, the spiritualist in me wants to believe that because it makes so much sense. But the atheistic side and the scientist side of me is like, where's the proof? And then I go, well, she regressed 10,000 people and they don't know. I mean, I've read her books inside it out. Nobody's contradicted. They just explain things from their own perspective. If you take that into account, then you realize everybody is saying exactly the same fucking thing. And that's just right. shocking. So... I kind of have a dualistic nature on it, but I'm a Gemini. I don't have the answers. I don't know. I'm not going to tell people that Jesus isn't the answer or, the de- you know, all of that yeah, stuff. I'm just is like, like you said, they had an I kind of think I, I don't believe in hell. I believe when you die, everybody kind of goes to this other place 
Um, except for really bad people, they go to this place called the resting place where they kind of have to work their shit out for a while. <laughs> yeah. But nobody's bad. Nobody's punished. Nobody's, you know, less than the other. We're on a journey of growth and achievement and enlightenment. Some people are shitty people, but maybe 10 lifetimes from now, they'll be better people and learn from their shit. Right. Right. We can hope that there is not another Donald Trump ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing we can agree on. So I'm going to ask you this question. I have oh, more. I'm so sorry. What? what because you I just for? like am talking shit and like politics and like maybe I shouldn't have said that. Girl, I don't you can say whatever you want to show. Okay. okay, I feel bad. Okay. Yeah, you I hate know. that guy. He's such an asshole. Anyway. Girl, I'm pretty right. sure the majority of the listeners will agree with you. And yeah. if they don't, then again, this I is just... a show where I, I'm going to dish out a thousand episodes. You may not agree with yeah. all a thousand. It's fine. Right. Well, so, I'm just saying what Trump yeah. is doing and especially what he's doing to black people. Fuck Trump. That's where I'm at. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> if you have a problem with it, don't call me. Call another hippie psychic. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so what's the difference between discernment and being like in the psychic world. Discernment and intuition. I think that intuition is, um, the intuition is the thing that I can't explain. It's the anomalous thing where you know things and all of this stuff. Discernment I feel is the ability to draw an assessment. It's like an assessment of probabilities based on the life experiences that you've had. So because you've had a lot of life experiences and you know, and you've been through a lot of shit, you now have more knowledge base to draw from. Mm -hmm. So you, you are able to more keenly assess the probability of somebody doing something okay. right whereas intuition i feel is that thing that comes from the beyond like i had a client once that i read for that had a boyfriend that had died and i knew his name and i kept saying his name because i got it was a letter of the alphabet and i kept i was like is it this or is it that and so i finally just said to her like the letter of the alphabet yeah and she was like her eyes got fucking huge mm -hmm. and she started crying and she's like i have no idea i had this boyfriend that killed himself she's like i haven't even told anybody and her and her best friend now is a client of mine and we're really good friends but she didn't even know and so she was just like shook and then i'm shook bitch because i'm like how the fuck did i know that i don't know how i know that i just yeah. kept hearing it in my head you know and so i was like wow so i feel like that's intuition Okay. And discernment is the assessment of probabilities, uh, behavioral probabilities based on the amount of life experience and knowledge you have. Okay. So and what, maturity. Maturity is also an aspect. Okay. So what? Okay. So I had this dream before, and I'm just gonna be really. Oh, like, I love dream interpretation. <laughs> so I had this dream. And I had two dreams. So one dream, this person was mad at me. And didn't want to talk to me anymore. And I'm like, me and this person is good. But the next week, that person was mad at me and we didn't right. talk for months. We're good now, but we didn't talk then. The other dream I had was the same person. They uh, were in a hospital. But in my mind, I'm like, nothing is wrong with them. They're healthy. They are great. The next week, they were in the hospital. I don't consider myself psychic. I don't consider right. myself an interpreter. I do feel that one of my gifts is discernment. Like, but you said discernment is when um, you've had this wisdom that you picked up throughout the years. But those things with those dreams, and I don't get me wrong, I had some weird dreams. Like, I had dreams with people from middle school, and I'm 
I'm 28 to answer your question. 28? 30 minutes later. Oh, God. I'm I'll be so 29 next old. month. Yep, Fuck, you are. This is the oldest I've been so far, though. Good. So, <laughs> how old are you? 36. I turned oh, for 36 real? this year. You yeah. know, they say black don't crack, but maybe it's the little lead in you that's helping you not maybe. to crack. Maybe. Well, thank you. Because I'll tell you, my best friend, she, um, her husband, and they're going through a rough time that he's black. And, yeah. you know, and so they, they have mixed kids and stuff. And so, and she is, I'm telling you, she might be in a white body, but that's just because she likes skin. Like, if you yeah. know Mel, like you're like okay so but she said that to somebody one time she goes you know black don't crack and they went excuse me she goes it's yeah. cool Mike she goes my husband's like and she goes I'm so and so and then they and they know her husband and, yeah. and they were like oh you cool then da, 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 I, mean, you know, I, never, but I thought that was so funny because that is the first time I'd ever heard that in my yeah, life black don't crack. and I was like but then I started thinking about it and I was like that shit is truth though. Yeah, like black people man. age so well. So maybe my mom though. I've got some Hungarian in me, and I'm telling you, my mom like. But they she's say like if you're 70. unproblematic, then you will age well too. So what is that? If you're unproblematic. Oh yeah. Like well, if you're because not a Karen. it shows up in your face, the hate and stuff, and the rage. Yeah. It make you know shitty people on the inside look like shitty people on the outside. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, but they do. You're right. Fact. Yeah. You know. So I, I had I love those. that though. You're so sweet. Thank you. I had those couple of drinks. So I'm asking you one more question. I'm gonna go ahead and get into our listener letters. What I was gonna tell you really quick is okay, I cool. think those are actually metaphors. I think that maybe you had fear that things were not gonna go great with this person and that maybe you had like some fear of like acceptance with them or some type of abandonment fear and that's what's like fueling the dream. Although it's interesting because a hospital usually like will denote things like um like trauma or stress but it can also be like finances or or um worries about stuff like it can be metaphorical you know okay. but in your case because it actually happened i would say that you have a propensity for clairvoyance like oh. your dreams are kind of linked to the future because when it happens literally then it becomes testable when it happens metaphorically you can read it as anything no, but if you have a dream that somebody ends up at the hospital and they ask is in the hospital then you have to wake up and go okay well that's something and yeah. that's the anomalous stuff that because i've gotten about. to a point where i just i don't i'm not openly talkative about it today like i said it's my first time but i'll tell my husband because it'll be to a point where things happen i said well but i just had a, a dream about that or not like a specific it was gonna happen that way but like even with celebrities like i think one time i told him i said it's a big celebrity that's about to pass away. And then a big celebrity passed away. No, okay. But I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's this theory that your spirit is connected by a silver cord. And that when your body sleeps, because the spirit is timeless, it doesn't need to sleep. Because mm -hmm. it, it's not in a body. It's so that when you sleep, the spirit actually goes back to the spirit world, the other plane. Okay. And travels still connected to your body. But the spirit travels and they're working through the stuff that you've already decided beforehand that you need to work on. So it's like, okay, the body's sleeping now. So let's go get back to business. So you're doing spiritual work. So it's possible that you already, because these big events, it's theorized that these big events that happen in our lives we already know about we've already agreed to like when people die in like mass things mm -hmm. i know it's radical to say this but what dolores found was that in her research people already agreed to it beforehand they and they knew that it was going to shift like they're the energy sacrificing and themselves stuff. not that they're sacrificing themselves everybody needs an exit strategy so they decided to be part of that 
um, thing because at that point they could have learned something from it, right? That death then results in some type of life lesson or some type of spiritual lesson, which then the suffering attains them to learn more and grow more and stuff, which is radical, but it will really change your um, perception on death because it's like if you're choosing it to go through the the battle in order to grow, it kind of is like, okay, well, they chose it and it's cool. And it explains why people go through wacky ass shit and they don't die. My dad was struck by lightning three times and he didn't die. How the fuck did he not die? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. So it kind of makes me wonder, you know, but I don't know. So real quick, like the way I view them, I used to be fearful of them. Of course, nobody wants to, like, I don't want to know. Like some, I think someone said that they didn't want to read because they don't want to hear about how they're going to die and all that stuff. Oh, no. I don't think it's that deep. But like I said, I'm new to this. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, it's like, of course, I don't, I don't want to know when or how, but I'm at a point now in my faith and like you said, in believing in myself where I actually, I think when it's time to go, it's the right time. Yeah, As absolutely. people say gone too soon, but, you but see, I you think have that, that you have to you serve a purpose. You have that because you have a propensity towards the clairvoyance. The spiritual side of me says, see, you already have that knowing so my, that there's yeah. something else to it than what we've been taught and what we've been told, yeah. right? You have this, like, and that's what happened with me with Christianity was like, I had this deep, unsettled feeling that something was off. Right. And so for me, I had to go digging. And then what I found is when I went digging, people didn't like that I was digging and asking questions and mm-hmm. and trying to find things. And then all of a sudden I was labeled rebellious or uh, demonically influenced or all of these things, even though I wasn't doing anything. To, but I don't to think it's been defined. No, but what I'm me, saying yeah. is so I think that you have this gut feeling um, for a reason, because maybe what Dolores is saying is right. Maybe we choose it ahead of time and you're already picking up on it. Or maybe you just are the type of person that's so evolved and like spiritually sound that you just accept things as they are because you know that you have no control over them. In which case, I applaud you because the majority of people are control freaks. We have to control. Oh, I'm everything. a control freak. Don't no, get you me wrong. are, but that is a big area. <laughs> That is a big area. Well, I see, and this is what I would say. I know that you're a control freak. Do you know why? Not because I'm psychic, but because I've talked to you for a few minutes and I could tell how you like things. I know that you're a woman that likes things how you like them and nobody's going to steer you off course, right? I know that you're somebody that doesn't take bullshit. You don't handle your shit. You don't. And now I could sit here and tell you that I'm picking this all up from the beyond, but it's not. It's observational, right? And that you are the type of person that doesn't just like, let things happen you know so i feel like you also have this propensity of deep knowing like you walk in a situation and you know like if people are off you can just tell like uh-uh, i don't like that person right yeah you have that see i know it. i tell people like if i'm talking in the storm mm-hmm. i'm comfortable but if i'm quiet you have to ask me why i'm not talking specifically at jobs i've you said yeah it's the whole i don't fuck with y'all exactly because <laughs> you know and you have yeah. that deep inner knowing and it's like but how do i know that is it a ten, is it some intuition? Yes. But is it some observational? Yes. Because I've met a lot of people. I know people. You know what I mean? So you could sit here and be like, oh my God, you're reading my mind. But I could tell you I'm really not. Yeah. And anybody that tells you that they are is full of shit. I think everything, no matter if it's psychics or boyfriends or somebody on Tinder, I think in, in church and organizations, I think that you have some people who use things for the greater good and some people yes. that take advantage. Yes. And it's in every part. 
whether yes. it's cooking, whether it's an accountant, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's a police officer, like it's good. I, I'm probably gonna get shut down, but it's good officers and it's not so good no, officers. Of course, yeah, There's I good agree. Black you can't throw the baby so out with the bathwater. Yeah. You can't say that. I, somebody, uh, my wife was on a forum recently, and somebody, some cis person said some bullshit, and she's like, "I'm fucking done with cis people," and I was so offended, and I and I didn't mean to be offended, but I was like. You know, fuck you. I don't care if you're trans or not. Like, you're a cunt because, like, that's not okay. Like, I am cool as fuck, but I'm cis. Like, how dare you just discard me like that yeah. and find out that I'm cis and just be like, you know what? I don't want to fuck with you because, well, maybe I don't want to fuck with you because you a negative energy and I don't like that shit. Yeah. You know? But I'm just saying, so I understand and I love that about you, actually. Yeah. That's And fantastic. that's what I'm just trying to, and I'm not, I always tell my listeners, I'm not trying to throw anything onto them. It's just, I want it to be exposed in all things to where you know it's some good people out there and some yeah. not so good people out there and everything where there's like you said atheism or Scientology it's, Christianity or just anything people's intention in people's heart are they a malicious person right because if they're a malicious person why and if they are a malicious person then you can be damn sure that their views are going to be rooted in that malice right but if they're not a malicious person and they're genuine then you have to decipher whether or not they have a spiritual gift or if they're just dumb because people eat a lot of stuff and they believe a lot of stuff because people want to believe those things. And, and it's easier to hear a stranger tell you and confirm what you want to hear than it is to venture outside your box and think maybe that's not how it is. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so we're going to get into the fun part. These are the yeah, listener yeah. letters. Um, I'm going to read just two for the sake of time. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Am I too long-winded? I'll, hell no. I, username good. checks out, bitch. I told you that's why I I'm too, too. Much. I'm, I'm like, glad that your voice projects. I'm like, I need to slow this down. I'm sorry. It is because I told you I'm from Mississippi. So I this you're going to laugh at me. I'm trying to talk slow, but I you think don't have when to, I listen though. back to it, it's going to sound regular. Right. And I have the same thing because I've listened back to me and I know that I, because when I get, you'll see in the reading, when I get going, I'm like, Bleh. and yes. so I try really hard to like be conscientious of that, but it is hard for me because I'm like, I want to tell you as much as I can to help you in the time that I have. So here we go. And then I right. kind of go on autopilot, you know? Yeah. So I feel you on that. It makes me feel better though. <laughs> Listen, Yay. so this listener letter um, segment was sponsored by CMOS & Co. CMOS & Co. provides natural ingredients in CMOS and ships that to you safely and directly. Go on Instagram at CMOS & Co. Uh, by the time this episode is launched, I will have the promo codes available on the Instagram and my personal Instagram. Okay, so... <sighs> I'm going to read y'all. I'm not as lit as I usually be. So I think I'm going to be able to read this pretty well. So this reading was totally unplanned. It was my last semester in college. I went to New Orleans one day after class with two of my friends who were sisters. Let's call them Tia and Tamara. Tia wanted to get a reading. Saw a lady on the corner in the, in the French Quarter. Lady said, have a seat, straight up. It went like this. The lady told Tia and Tamara that their mom passed away and that their dad passed away a little bit after that, which was true. She told them they had to get everyone together for Thanksgiving that year, but that it was going to be a test to do so. And they were literally struggling with that a week prior to this night. The lady told them 
how their mom passed and etc. It was surreal. So my turn. The lady told me four things that I'll never forget. She said something I had been working toward for months was going to fall through. No clue what she was talking about. Two, she told me I was moving to a place that I did not expect to be moving to. Uh, quote unquote, I had planned on moving to Florida. Number three, she said I was going to do something that my mother would disapprove. Number four, she told me I was going to be extremely wealthy from something outside of the engineering world. This is what happened right after. Was she reading tarot cards? Uh, she didn't put this in the letter. Okay, I wasn't sure. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, this is what happened right after. One. So remember number one, the thing that fell through. She said right. she was let go from a program that she was trying to qualify for that took months to do so. Two was um she was told she was going to be moving to a place that she did not expect right. to be moving to. She ended up moving to New Orleans, and she said that in all caps. The <laughs> one place I said I would never live. Yep, because she said she would never live there. That's yeah. what the universe did. That's right. funny. So three... Um, she said that she was going to do something her mother would disapprove. She said that while in New Orleans, she did something relating to her career that her mother said she would not support and was not coming to see her in that form. And number four was, uh, she was told that she would be extremely wealthy from something outside of her, outside of the engineering world. She said she's still working on that, but close. And she signed it as Miss Anonymous. Okay. Okay. So that just goes to show that. Some readings can be spot on. I, I like that she didn't say, well, the person told her, well, you're going to um, eat a cheeseburger in right. two days or something. You right. know what I'm saying? Like something well, specific like that. My in, my my guess is that she was reading tarot because mm-hmm. tarot is really good at that. It, it's really good at like showing life circumstances. But like I from a psychic or an intuitive or science perspective or whatever you want to call it, I feel like she didn't have the intuition to tell her what specifically some people have that they can tell you what specifically but in her guess she gets the feeling because she was reading the cards so she was interpreting the cards so i think that she probably had a tarot reading which is interesting and see that was the difference that i told you the tarot deck is always right and the difference between the tarot deck and the oracle deck is that the oracle deck has more specific like crazy things whereas the tarot deck is like very generalized but it's always right about those specific things Mm. and sometimes when it's like if it was a better tarot reader she would have been able to be more specific and she would have been able to tell her yeah your job something at your job is going to change but from my experience and what i know i feel like she wasn't an experienced tarot reader enough to have that developed ability now i didn't blow the hookah bubbles the whole time we talked because i'm a perfectionist and I don't want to blow while you're talking, but you just hit a a, a Sorry. nail. No, you did right, and I didn't lose my mouthpiece. I'm so proud. Because I was blowing on so it I earlier, and then I was like, "Oh, do we not do? That? I don't know if we do that or not." So I was yeah. like, "I need a." Snack. Normally, when you hit a, a nail, I, I go ahead and blow it, but I was like, "Let me not cut her off." So I'm gonna read the second <laughs> letter, and it's gonna be the last one. Okay. This one's kind of short and to the chase. They said they do not want to be anonymous. Their name is Ahmad. Hey, Ahmad. Ahmad, what's up? A psychic named Diamond gives me readings all the time. I've been going through a lot of things and she sensed it. So I went over there yesterday when she told me to come and she gave me a reading. Diamond is always spot on with me. I get chills talking about it now because it's so crazy how she knew this shit. My reading was so spot on. 
So we got two people from two different worlds that have said that they've had those readings and they were spot on. And like I said, I... See, now let me just point out okay. the difference between these two readings, okay. right? Which you might not notice, but I notice. Okay. The difference between these two readings is one person got a reading from somebody they didn't know. Okay. And the other person got a reading from somebody they knew, mm-hmm. right? So the person now, the one that read for Ahmad, has a developed relationship with Ahmad and they're picking up on body language cues and they know what's going on in their relationship. But because they have the developed intuition they can tell Ahmad what's going to happen with super amount of accuracy because they have the personal connection because they know Ahmad intuitively so and they know them intimately right whereas the difference and so you see how he gets chills he gets like all of this stuff because I, I guarantee you it's really specific shit but it's because she knows him Oh. Right. Versus the one where she went, they went and they didn't know. So they got more generalized ideas because that psychic wasn't entirely psychic. She was just a reader. She just read the cards and the cards are right. But she didn't have the intuition to tell her these specific things are going to happen. And that's the difference. So Ahmad's reader is like me, where she develops these abilities to read people as well and has that developed intuition and able to be able to predict the future when it's mm-hmm. not actually predicting the future. You're kind of just drawing from probabilities, I think. This is what I think. I don't know. I don't I don't have beliefs. I have ideas because ideas can always be changed and grow. When you have a belief, it's usually solidified and you're like, this is what I believe. And that was a dangerous world for me. So I like to have ideas because ideas are always open to new information and then I can grow from them. Right. So at this stage in my life, with the knowledge that I have and the growth and the journey, this is what I think now. So. That's what I think about these two different readers. That's perfect. So, ladies and gents, if you all are interested in having your literary on the show, please write in to info at theglassmic.com. Put in the subject line, advice or unscripted events. And you can place your Instagram handle in there if you want. Or if you want to be anonymous, you can be there as well. And Chris, I really enjoyed the conversation. We could talk all day, all night. We could have a slumber party if you like. But we do have to cut this short. So this is your time to shine. If there's anything that you want the people to know or any plugs or anything that you want to give them, this is your time. Well, I mean, I I've, I think I would like for people to visit, you know, my Instagram and my Twitter. I'm at I talks too much. Um, and I also have a Facebook page, Psychic Crystal, um, on Spoon Radio. I have a Spoon Radio show, Psychic Crystal on Spoon Radio, but I've taken a break. So a lot of the stuff that's on there was like where I was before. It's still really useful and it has a lot of like what I can do on it. So it's pretty cool. But then, um, I'm going to start doing that again and it's going to be where I'm at now, a bit more physics based and stuff. Um, and also, you can always, like, message me, DM me, contact me if you want a reading. Um, I'll work with you on price, so it's cool. But I will – I'm not doing free readings anymore. So okay. um, I was doing that, but it got so overwhelming that I just couldn't keep up. And it became so emotionally draining that I was, like – and I wasn't getting compensated. And so I was doing all this stuff, and I couldn't pay my bills. Yeah. I had three kids, so I'm, like, I need – and my wife needs hormones. I'm, like, I need to be paid for this. So I'm super happy to work with people and stuff. But I – um, you can also um, – Email me at crystalhelps at gmail.com. That's K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-H-E-L-P-S at gmail.com. 
And uh, I don't have a website yet, but and I contemplated giving out my phone number. But I think if people contact me through that, then I'll give them if my they number. Get your and Instagram we can, and get a good vibe, yeah, and then you can determine exactly. To get and your I number. prefer to do that, and then I'll give you my number, like I did with you, and then we yeah. can get in contact. I take pay, uh, PayPal and Venmo right now and so um i'm really excited thank you for letting me plug that yeah. so sweet you're good I, like, I made tiktok videos for a hot minute too like yeah, that was that. fun you so, know but thank you there yeah. are two crystals i live now so back home you know here in texas we don't have a crystals or a white castle i lived in atlanta for almost 10 years okay. i miss crystals yes oh, i'm going to and i used to tell people like crystals like and and they I, I would tell them my name and i'd be like crystals like the burger place and i'd be like okay and they'd spell my name right yeah. every single time right. you know but they don't have it here and then they had that one in Carrollton. it shut down i was so sad they had one they had one in Carrollton like 10 years ago down. like 10 or 15 must years ago seasoning, right? i don't know something but crystals you how to season your food girl i can cook my little you get the little cook and bake let me tell you okay and this one my wife can cook her ass off and uh i took her to crystals and she's like what are Did these she tiny like yeah because we went on a cross-country trip and so i took her and she's she you know in her british act she's like what are these burgers i don't know what these are and i'm like bitch is a crystal chick with cheese just eat this and have a happy life <laughs> well i think the closest one is in houston is it god that's it i've never been like we yeah, want to move drive to down austin to Awesome. And uh, yeah, because I want to be someplace that's more trans friendly, more liberal, more more kind of like my. Vibe. I thought Dallas would have been that more so than back home. Yeah, I just I like it. I like the vibe down there because they're like keep Austin weird, and I'm weird, so I'm like that works. We, we always say we're like we're weird, whatever. But so I'm like, if anybody has any cheap apartments in Austin, <laughs> hit me up. Yeah. I'm serious. <laughs> so, so so people, the people. Um, the matchmaking Wednesdays, y'all keep asking about that and I'm gonna go ahead and be straight up with y'all. I'm so lazy when it comes to creating the templates. The template that I have, I don't know if you see it on the page, but on the template, it'll have their name, their age, their zodiac, the city they're from, uh, and three things that they're looking for in a companion. And those templates are so complicated to do on the phone. But hey, if you want to help me make those, by all means, DM me and we can make that work. And I can have the Matchmaking Wednesdays come more often. But of course, you can go on my personal page or the Glass Mike's uh, Instagram. Click the highlights and you can see previous contestants. Now, you need to do your Inspector Gadget shit and look up and make sure that they ain't find nobody since then. Because I'm not going to help you fight nobody. But if you are <laughs> interested in being a matchmaker contestant, just DM me or email oh, the uh, Glass Mike page and put the Glass Mike. I think being psychic, I'm so good at that. I just was thinking about it. You know, I've introduced three couples that have gotten married and they've been married long term. Swear to God. That's good. I know. Like, I got a knack for that. I was just thinking about that. I was like, maybe maybe that's something that well, I Well, let me know like, if you got some people that's yeah. interested because I want to get some more races and age groups in the mix. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Definitely. And also, if you all want to sponsor an episode, you know, have a little corn or produce a little piece of weave, a t-shirt, a food, whatever email or dm us and we can go over the sponsorship requirements or the advertising requirements and also um you all are gonna see chris do a reading for me on patreon 
So if you don't want to miss that, please go on patreon.com slash the glass mic. You can see previous guests and hear different things that I probably would get ridiculed for by everybody in my family and friends zone (laughs) that I wasn't able to say on the show. (laughs) So please go on there. And also, I, I love the text messages. I love the DMs about the episodes. But please, please, please go on Apple. We are now on iHeartRadio, Amazon, all major uh, podcast platforms subscribe rate and review the show that way we can increase our listenership yes. and get everyone in definitely lastly you know i'm trying to get to that 10k please follow me at the chantal lewis t-h-e-c-h-a-n-t-a-l-l-e-w-i-s and the glass mic instagram which is the glass mic um the glass mic can be found on facebook instagram and twitter so, again, I want to thank you all for tuning into the Glass Mic, where there is no script, just transparent talk. I want to thank Chris, the psychic, for allowing thank me to talk so to her much. in her humble abode. I also want to thank our sponsors for supporting this episode and the brand. And, of course, I do this for my family. I do this for my friends. But in most, but the most important part, I do this for the people. I'm Chantal Says It All, and I am signing Woo-hoo. out. Bye. Come see us at the after party on Patreon. Ooh, come on now. <laughs> hey y'all. So I've created a personal subscription called Patreon for my followers, also known as the people, so that y'all can see and hear content that didn't make the show. So to get onto that, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and pick the tier that's best for you. Of course, they're all budget friendly, but my personal favorite is the I'm all in tier because that one has the juiciest information, no edits, no cuts, some name drops, all of that good stuff. So again, go on patreon.com slash the glass mic and tune in. Thank y'all. I love my life.